Hey everyone, and welcome to the Unlocking Growth Show, the podcast where we help businesses unlock the next level of growth. I'm your host, Gary, CEO and co-founder of Whale, a solution that empowers teams with the knowledge and training they need to succeed. As an entrepreneur, I understand the challenges of scaling a business, and I'm excited to share my insights and those of my successful guests from around the world to help take your business to new heights. So sit back, relax, and get ready to level up Great your business with me game is with Eli Schwartz. Eli, you wrote the book on product-led SEO. Tell our audience in about 60 seconds what the book is all about. So the book was intended to be a holistic view of SEO from the top down, a strategic approach to SEO. Most of the materials published on SEO are very tactical. They're not written for the CEO. They're not. They're written for the person actually rolling their sleeves up and doing SEO on how to actually do SEO. And I want to write a higher level strategic book on what exactly SEO was, how companies should think about it, how CMO should think about it, how chief product officers should think about it, and really how to structure and build an SEO effort and an SEO channel. And the book actually landed significantly better than I thought. I knew there was a space for a book like this. I just didn't realize how much there was a space for it. And by when I say landed better than I thought, I sold thousands of books more than I ever expected. And I continuously receive emails on LinkedIn where people say, hey, I read the book and it just changed the way I approached my conversation with a client. It changed the way I approached a conversation with my boss. It changed the way I was going to invest in SEO. That's what I expected from people that read the book. I just never realized that there'd be so many people that were interested in that sort of approach to SEO from a higher level strategic approach rather than here's how you get keywords, here's how you get links, here's how to do your on-page SEO. That's fan- that's fantastic. You, you already answered my follow-up question, but... Who did you intend on reaching with this book? And maybe more importantly, what's the impact you've heard with feedback or what's the impact you wanted to make with with this book? Yeah, honestly, I intended on reaching my family. I thought they were going to be the only ones that were going to do me the favor (laughs) and buy the book. And I also thought that I was going to have conversations with clients. I'm a consultant. I work with companies on helping them to strategize and structure SEO efforts. So I thought I'd have conversations with clients and they would say, that's very interesting which they were saying before the book, that's very interesting what you're saying. Where do I learn more? And I'd say, why don't you share me your address and I'll send you a book. It it ended up being significantly more than that, where there's demand for agencies use the book for onboarding. Consultants use the book and steal my terms. You know, product-led SEO is not something I invented, but certainly something I popularized. So I love when people say, I'm a product-led SEO expert. I love when I Google, or not Google, search on LinkedIn and see how many people use product-led SEO in their profile. That means it's changing a mindset and it's changing an approach towards SEO, which, you know, what I wanted to do. I can't consult for every company out there. I don't want to consult for every company out there, but I do want people to think of SEO in a different way. That's awesome. So we like to get practical on this show. We like to give people tuning in some advice, some insights, some how-tos to, after this podcast, actually get things done in their own business. What are a couple of things that you can share for people just learning about SEO or just really now considering it as a part of a broader strategy? What's the first couple of things people should look into? So the number one thing I want everyone to always take away from any conversation I have about SEO is you don't need to do SEO. Probably two thirds of businesses out there do not need to do SEO. 
And the reason is, which is number two, that thing I want people to take away is really understand your user, understand your buyer, understand your customer. Not enough businesses, not enough marketers really actually walk in their customer's shoes and think about if I were my customer, how would I go about finding this? Where would I search for this product? Who would I ask about this product? And that should help you determine, number one, which is should you even do SEO? So if you're a buyer of your own product and the way you would discover your product is by going on Facebook and asking your friends or calling your family or asking your boss or asking colleagues, search doesn't factor in there. Or if the way you discover something is by going to a trade show, again, search doesn't just, it doesn't factor in. So if search doesn't factor in to your entire discovery process, why would you invest in SEO? Of course, you do a little bit of SEO, but you don't hire an SEO agency. You don't hire an SEO manager. You don't hire an SEO consultant. And you don't really don't put significant amount of money in SEO. You have a website. You optimize for your brand. You optimize for your core product. But that's about it. You don't need to spend a lot of money there. You spend the money on the channels that make sense for your business. That's a pretty good intro to... You should probably not buy my book if SEO is not gonna it's not gonna matter for you. Oh, you should buy my book. <laughs> In US dollars, you can buy the Kindle version of my book for six dollars and fifty cents. That may be the only investment you ever make in SEO. Not I don't make any I'm very much money off that. I make a couple of dollars. So buy my book. So therefore you shouldn't invest in SEO. Otherwise, it might always be hanging out there. I, I would imagine anybody that thinks they should invest in SEO is spending thousands of times more than $6.50. Okay, for for now, let's assume that you've identified that your customer and, and your buyer is going to go through search to find you and potentially engage with you. What's next? So you've identified SEO is right for your business. What are some of the next steps? So that really goes into what I talk about in my book, which is understand the product, not the content, but the product your user wants. So your customer, you know what your customer is looking for, build that asset for them. So are they looking for a video? Are they looking for a glossary? Or are they looking for an entire product? In my book, I talk a lot about TripAdvisor, Zillow, Amazon. So don't overthink the SEO. Amazon doesn't do real on-page SEO. They're not like inserting keywords into products. What people are looking for on Amazon is the product itself. So that's the, really the next step. Once you know what your users, your buyers, your customers are looking for, you build your SEO around that. And the search engines are really trying to do the same thing. The search engines are trying to understand what it is that the user wants. And from what the user wants, they're bringing them the exact thing. So if a user is looking for a product, they don't want to bring them a long piece of content about the product, they're bringing them to the product. Hmm. And I would say, I don't know if you have a question on ChatGPT and AI, it's the same idea. So AI is really good and AI is going to be really good when it actually works at giving answers. But if users aren't looking for answers, that doesn't disrupt the entire SEO funnel. Users are looking for something else. Yeah, ex exactly. So you're basically saying map the contents that you're going to build accordingly to what users are searching for. It, it's pretty simple, right? If you put it like that. But how do you get to know how users search, like what kind of content maps that search? How do you go about uncovering some of the work that needs to be done and what to format, what the content needs to be like? What are some strategies there? 
So that's really the biggest thing that I think most marketers and most businesses don't do, which is walk in their customer's shoes. So be their customer. So if you don't, if you can't empathize with your customer, you need to talk to your customer. And again, I find this so often, and I spent a lot of my career at SurveyMonkey where we were a survey product. And I, I learned the value of surveys. So you don't really need to do an actual statistically significant scientific survey, but you need to talk to your users and say, what's your pain point, right? There are places you can go to discover this. You can go on Reddit, you can go on Quora and understand what customers are looking for, but understand their customers' pain points and then build the content around that. So I think it's fascinating when you have, let's say, totally not digital at all, but you have doctors that are trying to treat pain but have never felt that pain. But when you have a doctor that says, oh, I'm I'm filling in your tooth right now with this cavity, but I also had a cavity just like that and it was so painful for me, that's a totally different experience. So really be your customer and learn what it is that your customer is looking for and how to solve your customer's pain. So not just go to a keyword research tool and say, this is what customers like that might look for. Think about what would a customer actually look for. If a customer is looking to book a vacation, don't use the keyword book a vacation. What are they trying to do? They're looking for a beach vacation. They're looking for a family vacation. If I were looking for a family vacation, how would I look for it? What do I need to see? What do I need to find in order to progress through that funnel? And I think not enough marketers use the word buyer's journey, customer journey. When they're thinking about this, they've too, they focus way too much on keywords. I think buyer's journeys, customer journeys, customer empathy should be paramount and the most important thing that people and marketers look at. So you hinted on it can be as simple as doing surveys, even if they're, it's not like hundreds and thousands of replies you need for it to become relevant. So just like a handful of surveys is already going to set you on a certain path. Um, it doesn't uh, need to be a real survey though. It can just be a, a 10 person survey. The hmm. six out of 10 people say the same thing. You don't need to get a thousand to be statistically significant. So the yeah. idea of surveys, I like surveys because it helps you structure your thoughts, helps you analyze it. But you could just do person on the street interviews. Okay, that makes sense. So you go and identify your buyer journey, you map the content. How about the, and this is obviously an entire different thing, but how do you go about making sure that people actually find it? Like how you rank the algorithms seem to be changing all the time. Now with what you hinted on with AI and ChatGPT, there's a lot of question marks on how is AI generated content going to rank versus human generated content. Are there like some baseline tips and tricks you can share on this is something you should always do to make sure your content gets valued by Google and thus put forwards for your buyer? Yeah, so a great question. So I try not to even use the word rank and algorithm because ranking is implies that there's a rank there's like a one narrow ranking line when it's not actually like that because you're focusing on the customer you want the customer to come in so what do you rank number one on what the one thing customers are going to search for there is no one thing so i try not to really focus on that i focus on visibility so in order to achieve visibility you really want to make sure that your site is structured that crawlers can navigate the site understand the site understand the authority of the site so yes incorporate keywords but really incorporate them as topics so you don't need to get the word perfect included in your title, included on the page, make sure you include some images, the basic SEO best practices. But you're actually, I find that there are many sites that are visible on keywords that users aren't even searching. So you search a keyword 
and the website doesn't even use that word. So you don't need to lean in so hard on make sure you use the keyword five times or make sure you use the keyword in the title tag. Really make sure you understand your user and write what your user wants and the search engines will account for it. And then you can take your data from Google Search Console, from your performance data, and then try to massage it and optimize that you appear better. But I would allow that process to work of, I know users are looking for this. I know the search engines want to try to match it. Let that happen rather than work so hard on trying to force it with keywords, force it with links, force it with on-page SEO. Do you feel that there's a shift or a tendency with regards to content and its format? If you look at the rise of TikTok with short video or even YouTube copying it and Instagram copying it, a lot of short video Content seems to be all the hype because it's it's easy as a consumer, right, to go just switch through. I, I read a statistic that the g- younger generation tends to turn to these kind of media quicker when it comes to search than your traditional Bing or Google. Should a company be focused on creating that some of that content or is that all kind of hype stuff that might not matter that much in the end? It really depends on who the user is and what the buyer wants. And I'm going to keep saying that over and over again, which is if you're focused on younger users that don't use traditional search, then you have to use TikTok and Instagram. If you're focused on older users who only use Bing, then make sure you follow, look at your Bing visibility. So it will come down to that. And again, you don't even need to do SEO. So really is where are users finding you and how are they finding you? So if you're a restaurant, I don't think restaurants should do SEO. I barely think restaurants need businesses, need websites. Those businesses, they could be better off reaching out to influencers and making sure influencers talk about them. So when users search on TikTok, they find that restaurant. Having a website in that case, should they doesn't matter as much because again that's not the way you're going to choose where to eat again totally depends on what the user is looking for i don't think tiktok and instagram are going to replace search but it's going to make something easier for that vertical if i'm looking for travels destinations maybe i'll go to tiktok and instagram first to get ideas but i'm look if i'm looking to book a hotel you need a website you need to do seo Mm -hmm. so really again it changes some things and i think again ai is the same thing AI is going to take away some informational search that you already did on Google and Bing. However, it's not going to take away all the transactional search. It's not going to take away all the navigational search. So different things. I don't think anything replaces it. The world just changes. That's, I think, a nice note to end on. So just to summarize some of the key points you shared with us, Eli, make sure SEO is right for your business first. The only way to discover that is by putting yourself in the shoes of your buyer, right? Like really understand them, talk to them, survey them, just get some answers from them ideally directly so you can understand what they are looking for, what their pain points are and how you can answer those pain points. And from there, it's pretty simple. Create content that's valuable in answering the challenge or the pain that they have and then go put that on the places where they are used to search, younger generations may be more likely on social media apps like YouTube and TikTok, whereas maybe the older generation will still go through your typical Google or Bing search engine. With that said, is there anything left to be said, Eli, on the matter? If you've got one more minute left, is there anything else you'd like to share? Just really understand your users. If you don't understand your users, you're going to spend a lot of money on it 
a lot of different marketing channels don't make sense. Like, should you do influencer ads? Depends if your users are, influence, are influenced by influencer ads. Should you do SEO? Again, we talked about that. Paid marketing. So really understand your users and you'll know how to structure your marketing, where to make the best investments. And of course, if I can ever help anybody steer them away from SEO or steer them into SEO or steer them towards the right marketing, I'm happy to answer any questions. No matter what, if you've got $6 to spare, the book should be in your bookcase. Thank you so much for coming on, Eli. Thanks for having me, Gary. If you love the show, feel free to leave a review so other people can find it. Also, check out our blog for additional resources. Just sign up on usewhale.io slash blog. Until next time. Uh-huh.